If you're weighing up the pros and cons of staying on at uni for postgraduate study and can't decide whether it's right for you, get the perspective of someone who's been there and done it in this episode of Future You. Hello and welcome to Future You, the podcast from graduate careers experts prospects, here to help you achieve your career goals. I'm Dan Mason and in this episode we're talking postgraduate study. Is it worth it? How different is it likely to be from your undergraduate degree? How do you choose a course and get funding? What impact will it really have on your career prospects? Well, to start answering those questions, we're going to speak to Lottie Jacob, who studied for a Master's in History at the University of Reading. She provides a really interesting take on the experience of postgrad study, which will hopefully be useful for you, whatever your subject and whichever university you're looking to study at. Just before we get started, if after listening to Lottie, you want to hear more from the University of Reading, check out their own podcast, Discover Reading on Spotify, which features conversations with academics, researchers and students. In the meantime, let's get on with the episode. Hi, I'm Lottie. I'm an Assistant Student Recruitment and Access Officer at the University of Reading. Um, I work organising post-16 school groups and running the Student Ambassador Scheme. When I'm not doing that, I like to uh, come on podcasts. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, thanks very much for joining me on this one. Um, We're here, obviously, to speak mostly about your experience um, with postgraduate study. But I think it's probably important just for a bit of context to start by going back a bit further um, to your undergrad study. Um, yep. So could you tell us a bit about what you studied, where, um, and what you enjoyed about it, and what your longer-term plans were at the time when you were studying at that level? Yeah, so I was studying history at the University of Reading. Um, I kind of came into the degree with not much idea of what I was doing, apart from the fact I just really liked history. Um, and being at Reading, uh, the history department were amazing. They really nurtured me and helped build my confidence. Um So I didn't really have any longer term career plans. So when one of my lecturers sat me down and said, look, you've got to start thinking about long term. You're really you're doing well in your degree. Why not think about doing a master's? And I thought, oh, hang on a minute. Another year of doing what I absolutely love doing um, (laughs) just to have a bit of time to work out what I want to do further as well. Um, It just uh, the stars kind of aligned. I'd had a really good time um, doing my dissertation research at the end as well. And I kind of thought I'd absolutely love to carry that on and um, continue researching in that capacity. And I just thought, yeah, the skills that I could gain from doing the master's, I I feel like, yeah, staying on is the right thing for me right now. But yeah, it wasn't until that that conversation midway through third year that postgraduate study had even come onto my radar. Um, Before that, I'd kind of thought about uh, going into some sort of marketing or something like that um using the sort of skills that you gain from doing a history degree being able to talk about pretty much anything in any capacity I thought that'd be a good way of using the old gift of the camp but yeah <laughs> yeah it sounds like a very familiar story to me as, <laughs> as a history graduate myself um so and, and you've spoken about this already a bit but so was there any consideration of postgraduate study before that meeting on, and was it that that sparked the interest and and then once you did decide that you wanted to um, continue further study, 
Can you tell us a bit about what sort of research you did about courses, how you decided that you wanted to stay at Reading to do the postgraduate study, where you looked into things like funding and all that kind of thing? It wasn't until that point that I'd taken it as a serious consideration. I toyed with the idea like sort of in my second year as well. And mm. I think it's it's not the necessarily the best thing to do, but I was waiting for a bit of validation. I definitely would say if anyone's in my, like the situation that I was in, don't wait for someone to tell you if that's what you want to do, just go for it. Um, mm. That was, so it was something that had been on my radar before, but then getting that sort of push was what I really needed. Um, I started just doing a bit of a chaotic internet research sort of thing, like how most students would, I reckon. <laughs> um, I was looking all around the country, all around the globe at one point. Um, and it wasn't until I'd finished where I actually stopped and started to take it a bit more seriously beyond just like window shopping, I would say, being like, oh, that looks nice, that looks nice. Um, I started looking for courses which had good, strong um, core modules. So at Reading, there was um, a module going through different approaches to history and also a module on material culture, which is not something that I'd had the chance to look at before. Um, those were really strong selling points for me, um, as opposed to some of the other universities, which were... Um, slightly more fluid with their options which might be good for some people but for me I wanted to have that strong structure and then have the freedom to kind of deviate as and when I wanted to. So beyond that internet research I started um, like sending out emails to the people who um, convene the courses and finding out um, what the day-to-day -day life was like for students and I just found that Reading ticked all my boxes um, I knew the department I knew knew the place and I just I really loved it there so I thought do you know what I think I might just stay on it's the right it felt like the right place at the right time and I know that not everyone gets that sort of gut feeling of like oh this is right but um just it it ticked the boxes for the core modules and um it just it just felt right um in terms of funding um I did a very last minute with my funding which I really don't recommend anyone does I applied for a postgraduate loan um I had not like I said I was very disorganized with it so I kind of assumed it would be like a undergraduate loan where you get um your fees paid for and then a maintenance loan um obviously <laughs> I came to the very horrible realization that it was just a flat rate um and um, that I would have to sort of sustain myself um, living but my research was not the most comprehensive um, and I definitely <laughs> I definitely would recommend um, thinking about these things sooner rather than later getting yourself in a position of um, being being equipped with that knowledge really helps you to know where you're going so for me leaving it to the last minute for all of these things like it worked out well for me, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it would work out well in every situation. I think I got very lucky with the fact that I really ended up loving my course. Um, but I really would recommend for anyone listening to start thinking about these things slightly earlier um, or even taking a gap year rather than just jumping straight into things and um, uh, consider the other options because um, whilst I had alumni discount for the University of Reading, um, other places might offer you a more substantial scholarship. Um, I think I knew about the alumni discount because I'd been told about it by my lecturer during that initial conversation in my third year. But um, other places might have offered more substantial scholarships, although that doesn't necessarily mean that's the right place for you. It could just help you carry on as you are yeah so don't don't uh, necessarily rely on uh, <laughs> last minute decisions working out no but but they did in your case which is great so yeah. getting on to sort of then the, the key question that we want to get into uh, today which is how 
uh, what the experience of postgraduate study is like and how it differs from your undergraduate study. Um, could you just talk a bit about that first in terms of the actual academic study, seminars, lectures, wor workshops, whatever it was in your case, and how, yeah. how that um, matched your expectations and, and how it differed from what you'd done before? Yeah, so... Um, one of the first things that the course convener told us um, on the course was it's not going to be fourth year undergrad, it's first year postgrad. And that really, it really did ring true throughout the whole thing. So I had sort of expected, like I said, fourth year undergrad, um, a mix of lectures sort of sitting back and having information told at you. But um, it's actually a lot more collaborative than that, which at first was a bit terrifying, but I actually found it a lot more rewarding. So we'd have um, smaller scale seminars was the basis for the history masters that I did um, and you know you wouldn't just turn up and be told what to think um, although <laughs> at undergrad you shouldn't have had that really either but it was <laughs> it was a very very strong focus on collaboration discussion mean, and debate yeah <laughs> um, so and having your opinion valued as um, like a colleague rather than as a student that was mm. something that I wasn't I wasn't necessarily expecting, but I found very rewarding. So I would say you get a lot more academic freedom as a postgraduate than as an undergraduate. But with that freedom comes a bit of responsibility. So you need to make sure that you, you know, you've done the reading, you know what you're talking about and that you've got something to say. Um, so rather than being taught, you're kind of uh, a lot of the work is more discussion based, sort of collaborative um, coming together to discuss these issues. But yeah. Um, in terms of wider university life as a postgraduate, um, I know there's this kind of common misconception that as a postgrad you have absolutely no spare time or no social life. Mm. I actually had, I had a more active social life in my postgrad than I did in my undergrad. Um, we had a really lovely community in um, the postgrad um, history department, which was so lovely because we were all going through the same sort of thing. If we were having a bit of a wobbly, we could all just, you know, be there for each other, but equally like be there for the good times as well. You'd have someone to celebrate with. Um, so we had a little postgraduate room where we'd all sit together, we'd do our reading, we'd kind of like float ideas before seminars. Um, and then after seminar, we might go out for a drink or two, um, which was really, yeah, again, really nice to have that sort of, you're not alone in it. Um, and I think most postgraduate courses, there is that sort of sense of community just to support you through that the extra demands that comes with um, life as a postgrad. But also another big thing is extracurricular activities. I did have time to be involved in a fair amount of extracurricular activities. Like I, said, I somehow ended up doing more in my, in my postgraduate degree than I ended up doing in my undergrad. Hmm. Um, so for example, I was a master's student ambassador throughout my whole time doing my master's. Um, and I also was involved in the Reading Scholars Scheme as a course mentor. Um, so I worked a lot in um, like higher education sort of outreach events, um, meeting with year 12s and kind of explaining what university was like and then also attending um, postgraduate open days. So that was something that I found really rewarding and also a way to kind of mitigate the gap that I found in my own funding. Um, and it was, you know, it was nice to have flexible work around um, around my studies, knowing that, you know, my line manager is not going to tell me to prioritise um, my my part-time work over my studies because they know what it's like um so that was a really nice way of kind of doing something a bit different feeling like you're giving something back whilst also you know supporting yourself through uni um 
so I found that really rewarding. Yeah, so so it sounds like it's a sort of mix of more collaborative uh, work mm. in terms of your study, uh, a really great community that you built there as well, and then the extracurricular activities on top. So just from what you've said, would, would you say you you found it more enjoyable as a postgrad than, than an undergrad? It was a kind of a, a step up in, in terms of the university experience? I actually did find that it was a step up in the university experience, yeah. Um I felt like having more control over my academic side also helped me to feel more confident in myself and to take control over the social side as well. I felt a lot more outgoing and confident. Um, and I took I took up these opportunities that I otherwise might not have done, um, especially the scholars programme, which was something that I'd looked at before as an undergraduate and kind of thought, oh, I probably don't have the right skills for that. But then I felt very empowered whilst doing my um, postgrad degree then I just went for it and I actually had such a good time it's how I ended up in my current role now um so yeah it just shows that extracurricular activities are like they complement your studies rather than taking anything away mm. um and in my case it ended up me having a, a job at the end of it which is a nice little relief yeah absolutely uh so just just tell us a bit more about that transition from the masters into the job and then also since you finished the Masters, how mm. you've reflected on it in terms of, um, obviously we've talked about how much you've enjoyed it, but what what skills do you feel you developed, um, how that experience has influenced how you now think about your, your future career um, and 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 sort of wrapping that up is, is sort of, um, mm. do you think that it was, you know, the right decision and it was all worth it, um, the cost, the expense and all that kind of thing? Yeah, so... I actually found that doing the masters helped me prepared for like the day-to-day stuff for my my work day. Um, balancing multiple deadlines at once is one big thing, as well as time management. Um, as an undergrad, I was a bit um, fast and loose with my time. I would just sort of do things as I please, like, and then have to cram last minute to get that essay in. But um, with postgrad, you know, you've got a lot going on. You kind of have to be keeping on top of things and you, you do have that support to help you. Um, like you will be reminded about like reading and stuff and the fact that your essay is there and having that community as well in postgraduate um, study. You, you don't, <laughs> no one's going to like not remind you about the reading if you've forgotten to do it in that sense. But um, so doing doing the master's helped me prepare for the work place um by giving me far better time management skills than I had in my undergrad um by helping me prepare for these multiple deadlines like you've got different modules on you've got different readings to do and if you're like me if you've got a lot of extracurricular stuff going on you've got to be doing those as well um also just I know it does what it says on the tin but having those extra research skills um the ability to kind of like analyze um in depth um quite quite a broad range of sources with history in that sense but um um, I now feel a lot more like I don't just with my postgrad I think it helped me to not just accept things it helped me to think hang on a minute is there a way that this could be done better like let me let me see if this is the right way of doing things um, and empowering me to 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 not just accept the status quo but to, to be more active in my role um, and I think that's really benefiting me now um in my current job which is quite dynamic and ever-changing as higher education is so um yeah I think that's quite an it it did serve me well in the sense of preparing me for for that more more faster paced life rather than my my very leisurely um undergraduate experience looking back (laughs) on it um 
but um, yeah, probably yes. didn't feel it at the time. But now, now that no, done, at the time the it felt very, um, very like, oh god, I've got a seminar later on. How am I going to cope? But then like, now I'm like, I've got meetings here, meetings there. I've got this project to do. Um, but how, yeah, having the masters meant it wasn't quite such a shock going into the workplace. Um, I think if I'd gone straight from undergrad into a full time role, I might have really struggled. Um, so having that extra like almost like training wheels for being being a big grown-up um the master's was for those skills but um I, I just I can't recommend doing a master's enough if you feel like that's the right thing for you um there's ways to make the cost affordable like I said doing the extracurricular activities um if you can try and get a part-time work at the university as well yeah and and um obviously doing a history degree um history masters it's not um the subject isn't directly related to the job you're doing now but from from everything you've said there the skills that you picked up they're all relevant so it's not about it's not about necessarily going um postgraduate isn't always about um going into something directly related to the degree that you've done no that's the nice thing about doing postgrad is that you do obviously you're gaining all these skills and you don't have to i could i could have gone and done a phd if i'd wanted to i had the foundation to do that it gave me the option to say i could go further into academics or i could do use these skills i've gained and go in something completely different in my case it was student recruitment and widening participation um, but yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be in the position that I am today um, with this current job if I didn't, if I hadn't done the masters and gained those skills um, and gotten the experience of working at the university as a mentor or, or a, an ambassador because um, that has just really set me up, to be honest, for this current space I'm in today. Yeah. So and so, just finally, then um, you've you've talked a little bit about your your advice in terms of the funding. Um, what other top tips would you give any student who's currently maybe on the fence about doing postgrad study, about whether it's right for them, whether it will benefit their career? What, what are your thoughts and what's your advice? I think don't wait for someone to tell you what to do like I did. <laughs> if you're looking at this course and thinking this sounds really interesting, like this sounds like something that could be worthwhile, um, I would honestly say I'd push yourself to go for it. Postgraduate study is not the easiest thing. It's definitely a challenge, but I think it's a worthwhile challenge and all the development will will be put to good use. You know, it's not these skills aren't going to evaporate after you've finished. Um, all these skills are there to set you up for the future. Um, and in many cases, it actually ends up opening more doors than closing them. Something else that I think is worth considering is um, a lot of students feel pressured to to step up to the plate and get a master's. They see, oh, my friend's got a master's and they've got this job. Um, don't go into postgraduate study unless you genuinely want to do postgraduate study. I think, like I said, a lot of people feel pressured to sort of up their CV. Um, but it's it's not fourth year undergrad or fifth year undergrad in some cases. It's definitely first year postgraduate. It's very it's very challenging. I'm not going to mince my words with this. It's not, you're set up for the skills to do it after having done your undergraduate degree. But unless you feel really passionate about the study that you're going into, unless you feel like you actually care, you're not going to be able to see yourself through. Like Motivation is absolutely key and make sure that you're looking at postgraduate study for the right reasons because you don't, like it's, it's a time-consuming thing to do and it's an expensive thing to do if it's not the like it's it's not something that you just walk yourself into it's definitely a commitment um i think it's a very positive commitment and i think you can get a lot of good things out of it but 
um, it, it is a commitment nonetheless. And I think unless your heart's really in it, it will be a big struggle. So make sure that you're looking at postgraduate study for the right reasons and not just if, like in my case, um, if I was speaking to a student now and they said, oh, I don't really know what to do next, I would say probably take a year off, have some time to think about it. A gap year can be something that's genuinely worthwhile. Um, a lot of my friends ended up taking gap years. Um, one of my friends in my course actually had a 20 year gap year between her undergrad <laughs> oh, wow. and her postgraduate okay. study. Um, but it's having that time away makes you really think about whether this is the right thing for you because you might end up at the end of the year being chomping at the bit being like I absolutely want to just get started now but then you might end up having gotten into a different opportunity a different role maybe and think okay thank god that I kept my options open I didn't just run into something that would have been quite a heavy thing to have done um so make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and that you're not just doing it because you feel a bit lost. Um, I know it's it's scary, the end of university, but um, I would say it's not like a one size fits all perfect solution to avoiding going into the workplace. It's definitely something that you have to be motivated to do. And it's definitely something that you've got to feel passionate about because otherwise, like I said, it's a lot of work for something for something that you don't like feel feel something for, you know. Um, but yeah, so don't don't feel like it's like a, a box you have to tick. Yeah, absolutely. So it very much it's uh, an incredibly rewarding thing to do, but it's it's definitely, definitely. not not an easy option. Um, no, just if, no. if you haven't got anything else planned, sort of thing. Brilliant. Well, Lottie, thanks very much for your time. Well, thank you very much for having me. I hope it's been useful for everyone. And if Lottie's convinced you that postgraduate study is what you want to do, head over to prospects.ac.uk where you'll find loads of advice, and you can search for courses there too. Meanwhile, if you found this episode useful, then listen to more Future You by following us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or you can go to prospects.ac.uk forward slash podcasts and listen there, and you can also find transcripts of every episode. Finally, you can get in touch with comments, feedback, or suggestions by emailing podcast at prospects.ac.uk. That's all for this episode. Thanks again for listening and I'll speak to you soon.